Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me. Oh, my friends beyond the binary, welcome to the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do... Attempt it. No, 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 no. I mean, I guess I wholeheartedly proceed to do. Substituting... Are those, those are verbs, right? Proceed to do. Was it... What I'm going to, to, to proceed to do is create a safe place where you can sit aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether, you know, it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, emotions, uh, seasonal stuff, uh, you know, weather stuff, uh, people, you know, people, fam, family, hello, family, uh, you know, anything related to that. It could be anything. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like the honor of taking your mind off of it, uh, I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, uh, a, creak, a little bit of a creaky dulcet, you know, since I record five or six times a week to get these three episodes out. Uh, but, you know, also to just try to get, get go slow, that's another thing. Consistent, I'll be here consistently three times a week. Uh, but I'm going to use pointless meanders, uh, thinking of stuff on the spot, uh, that's one. Well, you know, but, but what do they call it when your mind goes blank? That you do, you say you're building a podcast around when your mind goes blank. Well, I'd say I'm more building a podcast around when my mind goes blank than when it goes blank. I'll explain that, but let me get back to the new people just in case. Yeah, if you're new here, like uh, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff to put you asleep. I'll be here an hour. You're under no pressure to fall asleep quickly. You're also under no obligation to listen to me. Or, you know, engage, you know, be enthralled or, you know, even anything moderate to, to that. And the structure of the show, it goes, you know, it goes the business stuff. Uh, then the opening. The openings are 10 to 12 minutes of me. I'll try to make a metaphor here about mind blinking or something uh, to explain the podcast. Then the, like, story stuff starts. And you can always skip ahead to the story stuff. But a lot of people like this intro. I try to make it a mix of the familiar. I'd say unexpected is definitely not the right word, but, you know, of something new every time. So you, it, it takes your mind off stuff. So that part of you, the theory for me, and I'll just put it straight out here. So is that, uh, I mean, I call them brain bots. But my, th- my theory, one of the th- things I think is important about this podcast or why I make it three times a week and why I put so much work into it is because I think it needs a familiarity. Like once you say, okay, that's my boyfriend, Scoots, I trust, you know, that uh, he's going to use the lulling, soothing tones to put me to sleep uh, versus what else would I use, you know, versus just uh, not, you know, put me to say, okay, well, I guess that's his only, yeah, I'm like, uh, I trust that Scoots is going to use the lulling, soothing tones to put me to sleep because that's what, but it, that they'll consistently be here. And But uh, the other part of it is, I forgot, I honestly just had a mind blink. I'm not kidding. Live on the spot, mind blinking. While I was trying to explain what the how the podcast works that I've made, like, you know, pushing, five, you know, slowly approaching 500 episodes, I think. I think, like, the last one that went out is 470 when I'm recording this. But uh, the mind blinking, what was it? I was going to put it out there for free, open source. Here's how the podcast works. Consistent, but variety. That's what I was going to say. Also, I didn't have to explain what a mind blink was because my mind goes blank. Then it blinks back on, you know, kind of like a sign or, you know, a lighting system that only partially works. You say, well, sometimes you say, why do you pee on the floor so much? Well, you know, lights blink in there. So sometimes they're on. You know, I make it in there. When the lights blink out, I miss. You know, that's a metaphor for how my brain works most of the time. And that's pretty, pretty that's probably about as apt as you can get. Uh, but so that's that's mind blinking. But, but, but so the podcast has a bit of familiarity, like structurally, you know, there's some variety. But it, like you say, okay, that's my boyfriend. 
but I feel like it has to have enough variety that every episode has to be different. Uh, because it's my uh, my thought that the, these these things that keep us up, whether they're th- thoughts, feelings, or emotions, or a combination, normally, most of the time, they're a combination of the three. Like maybe your thoughts about your physical feelings, your emotion, or your emotions about your thought. You know, they're they're melded together a little bit. You know, in the is past is that pastiche of 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 life. I don't know. You know, mixed up vocabulary is another thing I use. But my thing is, in, in in my dedication to the podcast, you know, it could be a practice in futility, but I don't believe that because I hear from a lot of people that it's helping, and that is such a, such an honor. Is that there needs to be enough variety so those parts of you, like they're they're you know, I, I guess I that's when I say dignity and respect. You know, friends beyond the binary. It even goes to the individual portions that make up who we are. And there is these parts of us that keep us awake. I call them brain bots. You know, they're scooping. Hey, what about that? Why would you do that today? You really blew it. You know, why do you buy premium gas? You don't need premium. You know, and they say, okay, I'm just trying to go to bed right now. And then you might, and you could be the other. Why do you buy low octane gas? I thought we were premium gas. You know, and you say, holy cow, I just want to go to bed. And that could be, you know. But those parts, I, I'm, oh, and also, you know, I have been, I think it's three years straight, I've won the Imaginary Award. doesn't come with a reward. I guess it does, an Imaginary Award with a reward. In Australia, Worldwide Brain Bot Entertainer of the Year, I've won that. Uh, I've won that award that I made up and pretended, you know, then, then I gave it to myself, uh, in a fictional scenario, you know, that's too boring for the podcast, but uh, maybe not. Maybe that's what tonight's episode could be about, Brain Bot Entertainment. Maybe that's what tonight's episode will be about. A great idea, Scoots. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oof, man, I lost myself there. Oh, variety. That, like, those parts you are, they catch on quick. They're intelligent. Hey, BrainBots, I consider you highly intelligent, adaptable. Adaptable in, in the, you know, not adaptable in life skills, unfortunately. But you are you catch on fast. No one's going to pull the wool over your eyes because you're protectors. Just a thought of that. Fleet Fox's song from, like, eight years ago, Protector. Um, but, uh, that's, but so, um, like the brain bots, they're there to protect us. And now maybe their protection, no offense, brain bots is a little misguided or maladapted, I think would be the professional, you know, when I get a look at my charts, I see that everywhere. Uh, maladaptive, maladapted, malad, you know, maladapting. I said, Doc, that's a dance I made up. That's not a problem. You know, maladapting. Uh, it's a new dance I'm working on. Anyway, uh, like those brain bar- parts, those maladaptive parts, whatever you want to just, they're doing their best to protect you. And, you know, they're, they're just not so great at it. So when, you know, and a lot of times we have stuff going on in the, during the day, or the way we've adapted to deal with those maladaptions. Let's not go down that rabbit hole, you know, the double adaption, adaption. Let's not have an adapt-off, because uh, if we did, we'd have to bust out our adaptive dances. Um, but so, but I, I, just, I'm trying to just get you. This is, this is what happens with the blink brain. I have a simple point I want to make. This is, I guess, why I do this show. I have a simple point I want to make. This, this podcast relies on variety because otherwise those parts, for me at least, and I think for a lot of people to listen to the show, like if you were listening to the same water sounds and the third or fourth night, that part of your brain that kind of harasses you, to use a strong word, uh, says, hey, well, these are the same water sounds. Anyway... I didn't notice that the last three nights. Nice try, Buster Brown. Remember that time you bought those imitation Buster Brown suede shoes? We've talked about I've humiliated you on the podcast before about it, but you, you could have got regular Buster Browns, but you got those brown suede shoes with the, sne- the sneaker bottoms and the Velcro. Yeah, I do remember that. 
And remember you thought that when you the, the first day of school, that was it. All your problems from the previous three or four years, you know, from kindergarten, first, second, third grade, those were all going to go away when you stepped off the bus on your new suede, brown suede shoes, sneaker shoes with the Velcro. And that didn't happen, did it? And they say, no, it didn't happen. It did not. Uh, yeah. Do, do, do we want to dig deeper on this or can I get back to the... Well, just I, I just wanted you, you know, I want to bring up that memory while you try to fall asleep because, you know, with the water, because those water noises, they don't trick me anymore. But this podcast is not even about tricking. It's about dignity and respect and entertaining. I say, hey, BrainBots, come around. I got a story tonight about BrainBot Entertainer of the Year, maybe. And I'd love to, like, invite you into this little story circle or story. I, I prefer an oblong, but... uh since your brain bots, you know, maybe hey, right now I've been picturing you like BB-88, uh, 88 BB, you know, BB-812 or whatever. I made those jokes I try to make every once in a while. Uh, but so, like, I try to mix, <laughs> get through this. I'm going to get to the, my job isn't to get to the point. That's the thing. So, and I guess that would be my theory here is like why I've been rambling and trying to bring coherence to my, you know, with my blank brain and my incoherent rambles, were you? Did it take your mind? Were were you distracted from whatever might be keeping you awake? But so I just try to put on a different show three times a week, uh, and it is a lot of work, you know, like whatever, maybe twenty hours uh, of labor going to each episode, or fifteen. I don't know. I lose. It depends on the show, I guess. Uh, but so. Um, like, just because I think that those parts of us, they catch on. And ideally, there's another aspect, a human aspect, is like, I want to, like, uh, and I guess even to those parts of us, and this is a stretch, but I want to bring some lightness. I want them to, you know, as the song goes, I want to, but in a different way. I definitely don't want the brain, brain bots to want me. I just want them to feel wanted, be like, hey, you're, I realize... You know, on those charts we saw, you were called maladaptive and, you know, they have all these terms for you in that DSVM 5-6 or whatever it is. Uh, they got new letters on there, I think. But I know you're doing the best job you can, and it's not easy being a brain. It's just like being a human's not easy. And I know, you know, once it gets quiet in the bedroom, you want to get my attention and tell me, you know, about those fake Buster Brown shoes. And let's just take a breath and listen to the scoots. I mean, holy cow, he had, think about our problems. He had brown, they were light brown suede shoes with one of those clear gum rubber soles. I mean, they looked like some sort of Chevy Nova shoe with Velcro. So that's why I make, that's why the intros are different every time and the, the show is a little bit different, but it's familiar. So you say, okay. I'm here with my boyfriend. I'm here to pour on a little bore giggles for you. And my brain will blink. You know, the goop will leak out through my ears or whatever. And I'll always say, I'm glad you're here. I'll always do my best. You know, know, I I have hits and I have misses. And I try to keep the shows coming out three times a week consistently and and finding ways to keep that going. Because uh, I've been there in the deep, dark night, uh, unable to sleep and caught up in this, uh, whatever. This is a harsh term, nobody, but maladaptive, maladaptive melodrama, which may be a book. So I'd just like to patent that right now or trademark it. I forget those two things, but, you know, permanently in the permanent record. So, yeah, so that's why I'm glad you're here because I've been there. And this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, give it a few tries. See if it does. Get a lot of reviews that say people that were skeptical or people that didn't like the show at first, they gave it a couple tries and they said, oh, wait a second, I'm not supposed to like it. It's a little bit different than that. And, and you know, it's like, I'm, I guess I'm, the, I don't want to brag on this, but I guess I'm the Unami of, play, you know, podcasts. I would like to be, I, I'd like to, officially thinking myself, you know, Sleep With Me podcast, the Unami of podcasts. I say, okay, what? So that's, and that's the main reaction I'm going for. 
but I'll be here. You know, I'll be here for you. So thanks for coming by, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Scootsy here. It's trending Twitter Tuesday. It's been a while since we've trended to troved into the can you trove and it's a treasure trove what the heck's a trove because you like you could go true like i wanted to trove into the trends on twitter i guess to what's a t word to see if there's any troves but i don't know i mean does anybody ever even care about the trove like i'm more interested in the treasure i could care about the trove and I can see the sensible, the common sense out of me saying Trove is the place where the treasure is, Scoots. And I would say, I hear you, but like, uh, why do you say it's second then? It doesn't make any sense. Once you say treasure, I stop listening, just like Daffy Duck. He said, did you say treasure, Bugs? Like, I didn't hear anything about Pismo Beach or whatever, because uh, did you say treasure? Oh, we were talking about, we were trying to define the word trove, uh, Daffy. Okay, but you said, like, treasure trove. So, trove of treasures. Wait, did you say there's treasures in this trove? Because then I'm in. And uh, I wonder, treasure trove. It's, that's the other thing. Trove's not really, is trove used in any anywhere else in diction? Is trove ever used? Hey, okay, here's a challenge to those of you that are listening right now. Let's bring Trove back into the, to, to the uh, what is it called? Uh, somebody get Zaltzman's on those, uh, can't even pronounce. Somebody get Helen Z on the phone. And let's look into this. Maybe I'll tweet, tweet, tweet her to see what the troving. Um, no, really, why? Treasure Trove. You, you'd say, well, where, where's your... Because we, we've talked about the drawer everybody has in their house, or most people. I call. I was calling it the tea drawer because they put all the tea in there the listeners gave me back. Uh, it still has tea in there. But before it was a tea drawer, it had old, very, very old, a couple very old things of hot cocoa, hot mustard, uh, Parmesan cheese, and red pepper. Probably some duck sauce, and definitely a couple five. What are those fashion? I just want to call it a fashion cookie, but it's a fortune cookie. Now with fashion, I, I mean, you could if if you. I don't, you know. And say it's a fashion cookie now, um, but you say, well, there. Where's my hot cocoa trove? Or if you had a snack trove, you know, snack drawer, where you kept all your snacks at work, would that be your snack trove? I mean, if if my definition of trove, like, then it says, why doesn't people use this trove all the time? It's a lovely word, trove. You know, get into your trove because I got to put something on the stove, movie move. And uh, off to, to the, you know, then we, let's say we'll eat something and then off to the show we'll shove. My love. <laughs> there you go. You're using the word trove for romance. You know, well, let me just get into my, uh, you know, nightstand trove, my dear, for a little love, you know, but da bada boom. Anyway, I don't know why I get distracted, but th- that is a nice word, trove. And why isn't it in, why isn't it used more? And why am I talking about it? My mind's a trove, my senseless tro- trove of senseless information. I guess you could say trove of senseless information. It also leads me like a, like it puts on my rhyming brain, you know, as we just witnessed. Trove, dove. I dove right into this trove. Uh, no, stole below, 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 Blofeld, below, uh, alove. I guess you have to change some words or you could get, you know, more grove. You know, that's a good one. You're right. You're right. Uh, uh, I don't know if that was my left brain or my right brain. Whoever said that was right. So that's Trove. I guess I'm nervous because tonight's episode, Trending Twitter Tuesday, where we get into the troves of trends uh, to do, you know, to do, you know, to pull them off the stove because uh, they're fresh trends and, and that we're about to trove. Oh, that's why, because I want to use it as a verb. I'd like to go, we're troving, we're troving for story here. 
But we're really not because this is a behind the scene, like, uh, I don't know what to, how to call it. I guess behind the awards because, you know, a lot of times I, I don't do a lot of bragging on the show. Not really sleepy. For, for, I mean, I guess maybe there is, I don't know. Is that something that puts people to sleep, bragging? Because it's a skill I could use, you know, I could, I could develop it. I mean, not that I may, don't, not that I don't have an all-consuming ego. I just have one of those giant egos that's negative, which is just as uh, narcissistic and egotistical as having a positive one. But it, you know, every every once in a while, I do have something to brag about, other than you know a stream of uh, self-criticism that I tune out with a trove of uh, loathe. Remember Constantinople Lovra? That's my that's my favorite made up um, name, Helena Constantinople Lovra. I think she was a bit character in like something in the last thirty or forty episodes, but way way back, I I was oding, I was giving her some odes. So, you know, I needed I have a trove of odes. That doesn't rhyme, but that works. No no doubt about it. Uh, but, you know, once in a while on the show, I like to brag, like once or twice a year, whenever I need to give myself this award, BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. And just it's 2016, 2015. I don't know what year was invented. It definitely wasn't invented in 2013. may have been invented in 2014, but I'm not positive. But they did give me a retrospective. You know, they said, well, we'll give you a retrospective award. Um, and then 2017, looking, I mean, it's looking great. Uh, Brainbot Entertainer of the, of the Year. Brainbot Entertainer of the Year. And, you know, it's an international award, and they do regional award ceremonies within my brain. In this, New Zealand is one of the places. And I don't know if anybody heard that interview I did with Brian Crump on uh, Nights on, New Ze- and, 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 and the National Channel in New Zealand. Uh, it was a great, one of my, my, my favorite interviews. He was cracking me up and he called me the anti-crump. And I think we shared a lot of things, you know, things we like to do as kids, talk into microphones and listen to our own voices. And then, but, uh, where was I? Oh, it's bragging about brain-bound entertainment year. Now, so, so I wanted to talk a little bit about these awards. Uh, that are bestowed on me because you probably brings up questions like, uh, okay, is there monetary compensation? It's pending. They say, uh, because the brain bots that they were, you know, they work like a brain bots a bit like, a. it's not the same. I'm trying to think of what night tick is. The words I would use aren't very bedtime. Like, uh, like a bit like a being that lives within you and that tries to influence you. There's a brain bot. So, you know, they can't just give me money because then you'd say, well, why did, you know, I mean, they, I guess they could influence you to support the show and that would be my monetary award or reward. So maybe that's it, play. I don't know. Like, I don't, like, the brain bots don't tell me those kind of things. But you'd say, okay, let's, let's lay it out. Brain bot entertainer of the year. What does that mean? It means I'm the most entertaining person that entertain to brain bots. Of all the entertainers that entertain brain bots, this year, the, the years I've won the awards, I've been brain by, you know, I'm the entertainer of the year where they say, okay, that's it without a doubt. And I guess you, I guess this, if this is an interview for my side of it, like with Scoots, why do you think you win brain by, like other than making it, other than that it's fiction it, and within your brain, maybe it's not fiction. I'd say, there you go, double, I mean, doesn't that make me doubly qualified to win? Uh, but thanks, Craig. That's a great question, and let me let me th- 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 let me get back to you on this one. Like, why do, do are you at, why would I win a Brainbot Entertainer of the Year? Well, that's a question I ask myself every year. Right after I win it, I say, "How how did this happen again?" And I wonder to myself, as it feels, I say, "Well, how did I could I could I possibly once again in the entire Earth uh, and beyond?" Of all the entertainers that entertain brain bots, how could I be the entertainer of the year? And Craig, I don't, I don't know if I have a great answer for you, but I'll go ahead and try to answer your question for you. You know, one is I, I, may, I try to make something spe- special three times a week for the brain bots. And I think something about the consistency of being there on a regular basis and saying, hey, brain bots, 
And usually, you know, it's a lot of times uh, I, I use something they call subtext, where I pretend, you know, the, the facade is I'm making this thing for humans. Because brain bots, you know, the brain bots are operating at higher and lower levels, at the, the duality of brain bots. I mean, remember that treaty with the ISC? Is that treaty, 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 or treaty? Uh, that was something I wrote as a student uh, back when, just when brain by theory was in its infancy. And still we haven't even scratched the surface of getting to know brain bots, you know, on a scientific level. But I know as a person with a gut, my gut tells me every, every day, uh, you've got brain bots to entertain, my friend. And uh, they're not going to entertain themselves. Well, they do entertain themselves by wor- like by you know, uh, kicking in their their unique mechanism. Like if it's a worrying brain bot, it'll worry. Okay, Craig, go ahead. I see you got a why. Okay, what 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 is it about that? Just tell you more about uh, like how do how do I connect when I'm not a brain bot? How do well I have so many brain bots? That's one thing, Craig. I was, you know, I was, I, I don't, I, I haven't, uh, I have, most of the doctors I've seen, you know, they've been, you know, after a few weeks after they had, I think there's an effect I have on them where they no longer, they say, well, I'm not practicing anymore. Uh, but I do know that I just have a, prepon- is a preponderance, does that word fit this context, Craig? Do you know? Okay. No, you're, you're asking the questions. Okay. I have a lot of brain bots, more than the average average uh, human. And, you know, I think I was, you know, I think I, when we, a surplus, that's, thanks, Craig. And having a surplus of brain bots, I think, just puts me in a position where, uh, you know, where I've spent a lot of time with them. I mean, they talk about 10,000 hours. Now, I, Craig, I don't want to, you know, burst any bubbles here, but I've said it before, that's 10,000 focused hours. It's not just 10,000 hours. And I'm not sure I've actually spent 10,000 hours. I mean, I've spent hundreds and I don't know how many hours I've been alive, but I've spent about that many with brain bots. And when you consider I'm usually having dialogue with four or five, you know, that, that is a lot of hours. But I don't know how many, you know, most of them are trying not to focus, uh, Craig. So I don't know if that's a paradox. Like, uh, I'm focusing more because I'm unfocused. Well, let me give you, let me take it from a different angle, Craig. I, I, I think I, I identify with the brain bots. I'm a bit, li- I'm, I'm more than a bit like a brain bots. You know, my, my attention bops around. And when I hear a brain bot talking or, you know, communicating by other means, you know, direct memory, you know, direct memory replay or whatever it could be, I buy, I just say, hey, well, that's the truth. You know, I, I buy right into it. And, uh, and I say, you're going on a roller coaster with my self-esteem. Let me get on board because I'm going to believe it's the truth. And Craig, something about that has caused me to say, Man, being a like, because those roller coaster rides aren't like the ones we go on, Craig. Let me tell you, no, nothing like Big Thunder at all. Uh, more like a big, big, awful. And so after we get off the coaster, I say to the brain body, I say, "Well, that was a terrible ride. Why? Why you you you're you're perpetually on that ride." And the brain bot says, "Yeah, just like it's the best one. It's only good when it's on the hill going up." And I say, this is both a meta- metaphor and a truth, Greg, so stick with me. Is it Craig or Greg? You don't, oh, you're a figment of my imagination. Oh, boy. Anyway, Craig, uh, when I was speaking to this uh, brain bot, whose name was uh, Penelope, I believe, it was uh, the brain bot was saying, uh, no, no, just stick with this story, Craig. Don't get distracted. The brain bot said, well, do you, the, the hill, the climb is the only part I can po- possibly tolerate. You know, the red, and I said, well, it's really hard being a brain bot. You're on this roller coaster. And the only thing that's even tolerable is when it stops at the station and then goes on the uphill climb. But you're still in it. So, man, it must be hard being a brain bot. And then brain bots, you know, they have this reputation of just being irritating and uh, maladapted, as we talked about at the top of the show. And, you know, Craig, on that day, 
I decided to 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 change my life uh, to and to change the life like uh, this was kind of like Six Flags uh, except it had no right you know a lot looser so I just got on I, I walked up the stairs for the hill climb of that roller coaster and I started doing something that probably couldn't be called a show or entertaining by human standards. And something that might not be called funny or, you know, to be made, they say, like, uh, make any sense. And something at a, you know, a, a human theme park, you know, gets you in a lot of trouble. But at this Brainbot Park, I just stood on the stairs in a safe, you know, safe area. And I started doing a, a show. First, it was just like thumbs up, you know, eye contact. Because there was other Brainbots on this similar coaster. It, too hard to explain, Craig, because it's a metaphor, and it, but it really happened too. And you know, then that's that's how that's how that's how my career as brainbound entertainer really like kicked into. I, I mean, how many years did I do that? Well, I, I'm not sure, Craig, because at some point, you know, I had to go someplace. You know, within my mind, I had to go to another place too. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense to you, Craig. Can you please, I don't think I know, I can't do I statements for you, Craig, but, uh, you know, that's my humble beginnings within it, bring by theme park within my mind on a particular ride with a brain bot named Penelope and some other brain bots that were on the same ride. I stood on the side of the hill at the one part in the ride that was tolerable where they're anticipating the rough, rough rides ahead, Craig. Uh, you know, and like I said, this wasn't a good roller coaster. And also, BrainBots have, like, a, a, Craig, I really need you to, 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 put, to put this interview in context, because if, if you take these out of context, it's not going to make any sense. Uh, but BrainBots are really under a delusion of control, even when they're on this roller coaster, just like we are. On a re- this is why it's a brilliant metaphor. Only the BrainBot entertainer of the year could accidentally come up with. You know, the bra- BrainBots are under the delusion. They're actually under control and they need to do stuff, even though the track's already laid out for the, and they'll just keep riding the ride over and over. And so then I, I had to ask myself, Craig, I had to ask myself, what, what's the most painful part of the ride? Uh, because if I was in it, would it be the parts that are intolerable or would it be the part where you're trying to make it tolerable and then you think, uh, you're going to have control over it? These poor brain bots, Craig. And, you know, I couldn't change it. I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't, you know, oh, wait, hold on, Craig. What are you saying? Because it's in my brain, I could change. Oh, boy. I would, you know, I, I don't want to walk out on this interview. So could we finish the interview, please? So I was saying, Craig, let's just stick with this. This is supposed to be, the, the, you know, this is a puff piece, by the way. This is about the brain. I'm the brain bot entertainer of the year. I expect some decorum or decorum or so, you know, dignity and respect, Craig. Oh, it is Greg. Oh. Figment. Sorry about that, Greg. It's Greg. Okay. It's like great. It's not Craig or Greg. It's Craig. Greg. Like Greg. Just okay. So uh, I thought, uh, you know, if I could take these brain bots' mind off, I can't, you know, I can't stop the ride. I can't get the brain bot off the ride. You know, and so that's when I started to do it. And then at some point I did get a kazoo. And then at some point the kazoo was taken from, you know, that, that was short, but uh, it did buy a lifetime supply of wax paper because I thought I was going to get a lot of mileage out of that kazoo. And I guess that was what I thought was humor. Like I thought, kazoo, the kazoo, kazoo comedy, like kazoo comedy, but that didn't work uh, even for brain bots. And you, you don't, you don't have a lot of time on that. And then I did a lot of walking backwards and falling down, so I do have permanent tailbone, you know. But that, but, but, uh, it in um, imprints on my butt, like, and then that, that, but that was where it all started. Actually, Craig, if you Greg, Craig, Greg, if you want to talk about the moment where lightning struck, it was really where my butt struck the uh, the the stairs, which have that like non-slip diamond pattern where you can see through. 
which, first of all, I said, well, what are you doing with the stairs you could see through here? Not a great idea. But yeah, that once that diamond pattern got imprinted, oh, did the brain bots laugh at that. Uh, why didn't I have pants on? At times I was dreaming, Craig. Craig. So this was, you know, you know how things can be. But yeah, once that diamond pattern was shining, shining bright like a diamond on my bright, bright buns, uh, you know, I think that was, maybe that's why I was bringing by the entertainer of the year 2014, even though I don't know even know what year this occurred, to be honest with you. So that's, I guess that's it, Craig. Uh, Greg, that, that's a great interview. Any other questions about uh, why or how I became Brainbot Entertainer of the Year? Every year the award's been given that I know of. Oh, Craig, you make me feel like I'm doing a Google EDU on air with these questions. What advice would I give to an up-and-coming Brainbot Entertainer? Um, I, well, I think I do. Uh, let's see. What would, if I was, if I like, is this one of these ones, a letter to my younger brain bad entertainer self? Cause that, that'd be better for my ego. No, something, something actually concrete for people that are coming up in the brain bad entertainment space. I don't know, to be honest, I'd say watch out for me because I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, a. do you, do, do you think anybody's any good, Craig? Do you think they're going to take away my brain by an entertainer of the year award? Because uh, they could tell them that it doesn't come with any monetary awards or physical awards, actually, believe it or not. Um, it, within my brain, it's gigantic, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's not the, yeah, that's hilarious and true. Um, well, yeah, uh, you really got me there, Greg, Greg, Greg. Um, yeah, you got me, she got me stumped. But yeah, what advice would I give to an up and coming brain bot entertainer? A human being or a brain, I'd say, uh, be a brain bot if you want to be a brain bot. I'd say within the brain bot community, I'd say shrink down and become a brain bot and, you know, stay, then you're, then be entertained by me and then entertain the brain bots. So then you could be brain bot entertainer of the year. Like if there could be two awards then, so you wouldn't be, you could be an upcoming brain bot entertainer. That's what you like. That's what I think you should do. If you're thinking about doing this, is just do it as a brain bot. Then there's room for both of us. You could be brain bot entertainer of the year because you're a brain bot and an entertainer. Like, that's a separate award. I'm brain bot entertainer of the year. Do you, do you like see how it's brain bot entertainer of the year? Uh, that's like, I think that might be a whole award show. That would be pretty good. Where I'm brain bot entertainer of the year. And then you could be an up-and-coming brain bot entertainer, and you wouldn't even have to, to. You could just enter. You wouldn't even have to entertain. Then you could. That would be a great place to hone your craft because you really, if you're a brain bot and you're entertaining, you don't even have to entertain anyone because you're a brain bot entertainer. I mean, that would be a tree falls in the woods, but you know that that's. Uh, I guess that's. Uh, I would be entertained by you. So there. And I think that would be a good move, movement to start is to get the brain, you know, just get one brain bot that starts doing a funky dance. Because then when people are lying there or they're sitting at their desk and the brain bots are all a Twitter. And, you know, about the troves of Twitter face, you know, saying, look at that on Facebook with my sister. Say, oh, it's my sister. Holy, you know, you, 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 you could roll out there. And be like, you know, bu- 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 do- 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 you know, don't do the cantina song because that—that's one of. I'm not supposed to do any songs on the podcast. And you know, you could do. You're welcome to any if you could go, come up with any BB88 jokes or BB8, but BB88's better. It just has that extra syllable. Um, you know, go go for it, and. Uh, I would love that if I, for me, I would love, I would hire a brain bot entertainer 
and I don't rem I don't know if I've seen Neil uh, Neil Diamond because there's Neil Simon, there's Neil Young, and there's Neil Diamond. How about a three Neils tour? Or the three Neils? We had there was like and it was it the nineties when they had the three tenors. And but the three Neils, could you Neil Armstrong? But those those are entertainers or like a writer of entertainment. But Neil Diamond, I believe, was in a movie called The Entertainer. I think I I don't know. Uh, you know, I used to go see this band called Super Diamond. I think it was an Australian man. Looked nothing like Neil Diamond. Sang just like him. Very entertaining. More no no, no couldn't even be in a brain brain bots. If you put Super Diamond in your brain, you'd be in, you know, that would be too much. But yeah, I mean, I would say if you if you're not becoming brainbot entertainer, good for you. If you're a brainbot now, if you're a human, oof, I I don't know. I I wouldn't. I don't know what advice I would give you. Uh, because you know, I don't know. I, but okay, let me talk about other. Brain Bat, let's just get it out there. Let's talk about the other Brain Bat entertainers that have been up for the award. And let me step outside my role as, as the, you know, multiple awarded Brain Bat entertainer of the year, Scooter, Sleep With Me podcast, and step into the role of the creator of the Brain Bat entertainer of the year award and talk about some of the other people that were up for the award. You know, there's, cause there's a couple big ones. There was, uh, there was Trentham, which was a one name entertainer. And, uh, you know, th this is the first few years since the award was invented. We do have a no, like you're disqualified if you have one name. Uh, just because, I mean, I don't want to throw out the E word, but it is a little elitist, I guess, when you have one name. Or assumist, you know. Say, well, I only need one name. Say, whoa, 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 well, we're gonna, if you want to if you want to be in the Brain Bad Entertainment of the Year, you know, if you want to get this award, you're going to need two names. And they say, well, actually, I have two. No, I said, sorry, this is a, a one-time only deal. So that was the end of Trentham, who was really good at, uh, I mean, maybe not the best, uh, but really good at entertaining brain bots. And I mean, in a different way, uh, like uh, throat singing, they did, the, the Trentham did throat singing, uh, contortionism while throat singing, which the brain bots, they would always like, they would do that quivering thing. Like, like just picture BB-88 quivering, like, uh, with, uh, you know, when you quiver, when you watch a contortionist, you usually quiver at some point. You say, whoa, because you say, you, and you can't even tell. A quiver, you, you can't, it's a combination of pleasure and repulsion, I think, or disc, discomfort, uh, so that was Trentham. Uh, then another one, Coldplay. That yeah, they 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 threw their name in the hat. That was easy because they said, "Well, you're already, you know, you don't you have enough?" You know, I said, "This awards for sad small." You know, this I said, "Don't you have?" It? And then they said, "What about the main guy?" And I said, "Well, if you have any offspring that have one name, like a fruit," I said, "Don't you have a kid named Apple?" I'm sorry. I said you were great in the um, the game that Game of Thrones thing with the red note. That was awesome. But I'm sorry, you know. And then one of the other Coldplay guys said, "Well, what about me, man?" You know. And he said, "Well, you, you, don't you have like a boatload of money? And don't you get to tour?" He said, "You yeah, no, no. This is my." I said, "You know, bring by an." He said, "You can't be an entertainer." First, and then a brain bot entertainer. Second, I said, you know, I said that's in the brain bot. Do you know the brain bot entertainer's code? And then they said no. I said, well, there you go. That's a disqualified. I mean, I guess at the time, uh, you know, they they should have probably thought about collaborating or saying, hey, Coldplay, could you play at the brain bot? You know, entertainer of the year awards. You know, maybe come up with a song when I get my award. You know, maybe talk about it on every tour date and, you know, public appearances. 
and maybe we could revisit this decision in 2017 or 2018, more likely. So that was Coldplay. Then there was a, this was a little bit of a joker because it was a Mama 2016, M-A-M-A 2016. It was a robot or like a, well, it wasn't a robot. It was artificial intelligence. They freaking called me. And they said, I don't take call. I don't want to call. I don't like calls. Uh, I don't, I don't like answering the phone. And I just went through this with like, uh, and I said, that's why I gave you my Google, that extra Google voice number. So I could just let it go to voicemail and never check. I don't check, you know, if publisher sweepstakes called me, I don't think I would even check the way. And so they said, if you leave a voicemail, that discord, and they said, the robot, or the, it said, well, this is important. And I said, well, this is important enough, then put it in some sort. And they said, well, I can only communicate by voice. And I said, well, that's, uh, that's a shame that because you're disqualified from the awards then. Also, a bot, like brain bot entertainer, the bot bot. I said, why can't you be the brain? But I said, maybe we could come up with an alternative award for you. I said, give me some of your material. And then it's, it just started doing pie to the, like, it just kept saying numbers. They said, that's not entertaining enough. Then it started singing pie uh, numbers. And I said, well, that's, that's decent. Uh, uh, and then, and then I, it was, it was strangely hypnotic. Uh, I don't know any of the numbers in pie other than 314, 3.14, you know, so. But that was, you know, it wasn't bad. And uh, I think I went into a trance for a few weeks. And, you know, all my passwords were changed. Maybe, or maybe I forgot some of them. I said, I can't even log into this thing. I said, and for a while, I, I did know by to like at least the eighth decimal because of that song. But I said, I'm afraid, you know, it still goes, you know, you're, we can't just, we can't just give awards to uh, anybody. Uh, especially, you know, if, if, so that was another person that didn't, or, you know, non, you know, entity, I believe that wanted to, that didn't make it. And then, you know, I started looking, we did, I wanted to do a nationwide search, you know, well, I didn't actually, I don't, I, like, I want to do a nationwide car. I don't need anybody knowing about brain by the entertainer of the year at all. Uh, but at the time, you know, I was talking to Nation TV three, the national one of those big national stations, and in New Zealand, because they said, "Well, if this is," I said to, to people, they said, "Yeah, of course, people go, they travel." I said, "Well," I said, "Does the word get out here?" And then they, they, I think they thought I was making double entendres. But I, then I, because I said, "Well, let's do a talent search for Brain Bennett," and then I said, "No, no, I don't want to do that." And actually, unfortunately, I started the process. And now the good news is, like, I got to, uh, I start, you know, things started climbing. And they said, well, what, you know, so you're going to pitch us on this, uh, this kind of star search show. And I said, I was, but I said, I came, it, it, I was sitting in the waiting room. I was thinking of this uh, story I heard about the Dubai Sevens. And they said, oh, the big tourney. They said, oh, yeah, the big tourney. You know, no, no, no. This is the Dubai Sevens. Uh, it's a team. It's Dubai Sevens is an undercover team pretending to be brain bad entertainers, you know, led by, to say dashing would be to make dancer cry. Uh do you recall the most famous brain band entertainer of all was this and that's in the lead and Dubai Sevens, a show, a TV show. And then six more, you know, lesser brain band entertainers undercover. They're not even real brain band. So we would need to cast those six roles with people that could pretend, you know, that aren't actual, you know, that they're like the second best to... Well, actually, I said it was Coldplay. And then, so I say the fourth, the sixth, seventh, you know, the best brain bot entertainers. And we'll travel in a jet, uh, you know, oil powered, of course. Fuel, you know, why Why would we be the Dubai Sevens if we, you know, would we, why not? And we'll travel the world in search of, uh, 
uh, brain, you know, brain bot related, B, B, brain bot related, BRDs, brain bot related difficulties. Uh, and we'll entertain our way out of it. And then, you know, like a variety show with, with start, you know, so exactly like you said, you know, in the holidays, we'll do some Kiwi Christmas music here. Oh, thank you, Greg. So you want to get me refocus? Okay, so where do I see Brain Bad Entertaining going? Uh, well, ideally, no, you know, ideally, no, you know, it just stays right here, right here in this tiny little closet in this small, you know, but if it has to escape, I'd like to, you know, I got uh, like, uh, I don't know, Greg, it's one of those things I'm afraid to like uh, let the balloon fly, if you will. Not sure if that knot on my wrist is going to hold it. But I also know that one day the balloon, you know, the hydrogen or whatever is in those balloons, helium, you know, I'll wake up and my balloon will be sagging. Uh, or worse, you know, not, you know, popped. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the future of uh, Brain Bond Entertainment, as, as you asked me. So I was thinking of, uh, you know, if, if, we, if we're thinking big, Craig, Craig, I was thinking about spreading the entertain, like especially other than myself, you know, I'm, since I'm BrainBot Entertainer of the Year, we got to keep me here at BrainBot Central. But I was, I've been thinking nonstop about those up-and-coming BrainBot Entertainers you were talking about. And I think we should make a circuit for them, for, for, for them to hone their craft, uh, like where, where they're, with, with the contract, ironclad, ironclad contracts, uh, you know, maybe 10-year commitment, maybe 15-year circuit where they're, you know, because that's how long it's going to take them to get those 10,000 focused, focus, focus hours, Greg. Greg, I, I've never had, a, had to say a, a figment's name that many times. So I was thinking, like, there's the, I think there's a lot of rallies, like a Silver Fern rally I've heard of, and, uh, you know, there's other ones way out in the middle of nowhere where they drive these cars in these boot buggies, maybe the Iditarod. You know, the more remote, the better, because that's where my, you know, that's where my craft got honed, is at the, you know, the largest brain by theme park in the world, but... In this case, we'll get them out of there with humans because you figure if you're driving some sort of buggy across, the, you know, the back roads of New Zealand, you know, it can be exciting at moments and the driver has to be focused at all times, you know, except every once in a while, like there might be some sort of delay and then they're way out out there. Or maybe now we change the way that racing goes. So there's two drivers, you know, that switch on and off. Maybe they already do that. And we get some entertainment out there, way, way out there, like the furthest reaches of the racetrack to do things like I did, like dance, kazoos, maybe just kazoos. My voice sounds a bit like a kazoo. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, have I swap? Well, what do I do? If I swallowed too many kazoos, you know, but we'll get them out there way, way out there under contract. And we'll say, okay, well, you're, and then we'll take you to the, I did a ride marathons. No, too many people do marathons, Greg. So, and there's, those are more contained, you know, me, if it was like one of those super long, one of those hundred miler ones. Yeah, we could do that if it's, you know, the remote one, very remote. And then we'll find all of these up-and-coming brain bad, and, you know, we'll get them out there where they can be of most service uh, to people out on the extreme edges, needing a little four or five seconds of entertainment, just like a brain bite. They'll be a living metaphor because they'll be entertaining humans. And, you know, that'll help them uh, become, you know, within their contract. And, like, also, like, when you do that thing with the contract, we have it where the non-compete clause, you know, maybe just a 10 years after the to the contract. What else do I see for Brain Bad Entertainment? Well, it's great. Like, more PR? Is that what you said? Well, 
I mean, I guess we could start a daily blog where, uh, like, I've heard of guest blogging, and that's one thing I've heard of. But what about taking, like, uh, what about ghost blogging, uh, where we get all these brain-uncredited ghost blogging? And what I mean by that, Craig, Greg, is, like, we get all these entertainers, these up-and-coming brain-bound entertainers, you know, trying to get their uh, mitts on brain-bound entertainer of the year. And they start writing blog articles, you know, and again, this would be, you know, that I'll, you know, that a brain bad, brain core, brain back, inner, inner brain bad, inner core, or, you know, pending, you know, we'll have the full rights to that. And, but they'll ghost blog. So I'll take credit on the blog, you know, that way, you know, if it's controversial, maybe we won't print it, but if otherwise, if it's good, you know, they don't have to worry about the pressures of credit and stuff, you know, because they're, they're just honing their craft, you know, up and coming, paying their dues. And they could do that, and I could take credit, you know, and then I would also own that material if I need to develop it at a later date. What else? Well, I was thinking also, uh, I was thinking about hollowing out, you know, there's been different stories where I've had hollowed out mountains like Mount Rosskill. And I was thinking if we could get him, we could also get all the potential brain band entertainers that aren't under contract and that are up and coming. And we could say within that mountain is where the brain band entertainer of the year, that's, that's the secret. Like we could have it like the magic castle and be like, oh, if you want to be, you know, that's where, that's the spot to do it. Are you an up and coming brain bot entertainer of the year? Are you even curious about entertaining brain bots? Have you thought about it for more than one second? You know, come to Mount Rosskill, just like the Catskills, you know, just the same thing, except deep in New Zealand inside a mountain. Come on in and stay for a while. And then maybe if you, you know, as you, uh, you get used to living in a bunk and not, do, you know, just doing these, uh, like a busy chores will give you that, uh, that are essential, uh, you know, maybe, uh, packaging stuff. I don't know. We'll figure that part out. Uh, that then you'll become a, you know, eventually you'll become a brain bad entertainer in, in, within the mountain, uh, because maybe we could even create, uh, uh, physical brain bots for them to entertain and bring them there. Yeah, that's it. There's their answer. So anybody, they just go into the mountain. We keep bringing brain bots, which we could just uh, just buy. Tell you what, I'll give you a bunch of money. I'll tell you what, I'll give you my credit. Do you have any credit cards, Greg? No. Okay. I was thinking we could buy a bunch of remote-controlled things and just put them in there. In this, how much does it cost to hollow out a mountain? If, um, with it, oh, this is all with okay, so perfect. It's doable then if it's in my mind. And then we'll just get them all in there. We'll have real remote control things. We'll put in a fake nightclub, you know, brain club brain bot. There you go. And we could have a frowny face and a smiley face. Great. This is great. We are quite a team. And I think the per you know, because you seem to have a lot of questions about it, Craig. Like I think you're the person to to run it. To be honest, I I don't think I could do it with the probing questions you ask. You could do the interviews. You could hand out the grades. You'd be like the dean and the admissions board and the nightclub manager. How's that sound? Uh, would you get to decide on Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year? W yeah, within the there within the mountain. Well, yeah, the Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year, right in there, of course. And we just get everybody in there with you, and that'll be it. That sounds wonderful. And then everybody can forget about this, other than when they hear about the announcement about me winning Brain Bad Entertainer of the Year. And they say, oh, thank goodness, I didn't want to listen to a podcast made by an up-and-coming brain bot entertainer. Yeah, you could have podcasts inside the mountain, of course, Greg. That's a great idea, great idea. Because, yeah, that's a good way to, you know, it's a very time. Uh, I think that's, a, you're brilliant, I'll be honest with you. 
you could have you could you come up with the uh, whatever they call that the curriculum for that as well that would be your job as dean i believe maybe hire maybe the most uh, maybe coldplay and uh that that computer and the other person they could be on your they could be your staff well, great. This has just been a great interview. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Behind the Brainbot Awards. And remember, if you're thinking about a career like in Brainbot Entertainment, it is a wide open field. And I mean, wide oh, the doors of Mount Roskill are wide open for you. Come on in. Now, you've heard of for-profit universities, right? And you've heard of non-profit universities and the high cost of student debt. You've heard of getting out of school and not having a job. Well, they come to Brain by University. And, you know, it's the only place on earth for Brain by Entertainers. Uh, up and coming or, you know, curious. You say, well, I'm Brain by Curious. And I'd say, well, which, what do you mean when you say that? Do you mean brain bad entertainment? Curi- do you mean curious, like, into, because we get, we got to parse the words here. Like, are you curious about brain bad entertainers? Or brain bad curious or brain bad entertainer curious? Okay, that killed it, huh? Well, any of those things, you could come to our university. Here's the thing, no charge. A uh, guaranteed job on graduation within the Mount Roskill facility, which is the preeminent uh, research facility for brainbot entertainment. It has all of the top brainbot entertainers, uh, founded by the brainbot entertainer of the year 2014, 2015, 2016. It uh, has the top uh, brainbot club, uh, entertainment club in the in the world. It's the only facility of its kind. So, you know, get over, you know, just come on in and let the doors close behind you. They'll open up when the next person comes, but they're a special kind of one-way door because uh, there's only one way to the top of Brainbot Entertainment. And you could take it from me. I mean, I started, you know, I started the ascent that would end up in the Brainbot University, Brainbot Entertainment, you know, B-E-U, Brainbot Entertainer U. BEU, that's what we call it around here. You know, I started this uh, journey at the side of a Brainbot roller coaster. And it was a hard, hard time, you know. I ended up with diamonds on my butt. And, you know, I'm going to save you the time of doing that. Of, uh, And I'll just introduce you to a luxury place. Uh, you know, a pre-ski, it, it, like that, but on the inside. On the outside, people will be a pre-skiing, maybe. But you'll be entertaining brain bots. You, you won't even be, you'll have arrived. Instead of, like, when you're lying in your bunk, instead of being like, am I an up-and-coming brain bot entertainer? You'll know. Well, why am I here within this mountain uh, to entertain brain bots? So thank you, everybody. On behalf of the staff at BU, on behalf of everyone here at the Brainbot Entertainer of the Year Awards, on behalf of the winner of the Brainbot Entertainer of the Year Awards, me, and all the figments of my imagination, I'd like to thank you for your time this evening. Good night. I want to thank everybody that supports the show on Patreon. Uh, Mary with a W, Sean with a B, Alexandra with an L, James B. Thank you and good night. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Susan S to the E, thank you. Mako, thanks and good night. Uh, Duran D, thank you and good night. Chris S, uh, thanks and good night. Louise, uh, thank you and good night. Catherine M, thank you and good night. Todd, thank you and good night. Uh, Rebecca N, thank you and good night. Melissa K, thank you and good night. Arlie, thank you and good night. Uh, Mike T, thanks and good night. B, Miss Miss R, thanks and good night. Lois P, thank you and good night. Uh, Kara O, thank you and good night. Tom, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Maria M, thanks and good night. Julia M, thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Betty W and Jules W and Derek S. Thank you and good night. Uh, 
Also, a lot of thanks to Carrie with a K to, to the G, Sally with an L, Lindsay with a T. Thank you and good night. Many thanks and good night to Kate L and Audrey C and Jeff L. Uh, thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night going out to Richard L and Palco G and Maggie G. Thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Melinda S and Kathy P and Laura R. Laura R. Thank you and good night. And another round of thank yous to Matthew B and Sarah K and Matt Z. Thank you and good night. And a thank you and a good night to Mary JB, uh, Jim Pan Z and Jen W. Thanks so much and good night. And also the big thanks to Marnie E, Mark W, Kelly M. Thank you and good night. And a tip of the cap and a good thanks and good night to KCS and Randall J. Thank you everybody for supporting us on Patreon. And uh, thanks over on PayPal uh, to Marie L and Jason M. Thank you and good night. Uh, Christina L. Thank you and good night. Uh, Lawrence D. Thank you and good night. Emma and Meredith. Thank you and good night. Heather G. Thank you and good night. Uh, Janet H., thanks and good night. Lois, uh, Brian W., thank you and good night so much. Uh, Joanne M., Sally L., thank you and good night. Tom H., Aristeo, Liberty, and Julie, thank you and good night. Uh, Kim D., thank you and good night. Uh, thanks. Uh, Greg B., to the I, thank you and good night. Aaron M., thank you and good night. Uh, Kristan, thank you and good night. Joe D, thank you so much and good night. Patrice H, thank you and good night. Nicholas U, thank you and good night. Nikki M, thank you and good night. And Remy L, thank you and good night. And then coming in on the Venmo side, Justin S, thank you. Alana, Alana C, thank you and good night. Mary R, thank you and good night. Gabe S, thank you and good night. Sam to the V to the G, thank you and good night. Uh, the Prince of Venmo, uh, formerly the King of Venmo, Mike Bill, that's <laughs> that, Bill, Bill, Bill K, thank you. Uh, Justin C, thanks and good night. And David B, uh, thanks for the support on Venmo. Thanks and good night, everybody.